1924 when he threw rocks around a canyon down into the modern age he's been a boon companion though many folks have seen him know now none of them have held him or brought a decent hair sample to dr jeffrey meldrum you're walking through the woods one night and you see a vague footprint Build a mold and cast that bitch, cause it could be a hit. But if you've never seen a Sasquatch, just seek and you will find. Because Bigfoot is a state of mind. Yes, Bigfoot is a state of mind. Hey everybody, welcome to the Hidden Zoo, where every week we make fun of an animal that probably does not exist. I'm Don, with me as always is Blake. I got the air horns ready for this. This is the 50th one, right? Oh, shoot. Yeah, I do have to have an air horn for this one. This is episode 50. I just had to to renew our uh, Podbean service, so that means we've actually been doing this over a year. Really? Kept up for over a year, and we missed weeks here and there. But, yeah. That's been a year. Yeah, huh. Yeah, so well, congratulations. Yes, thanks, Jess. Our guest Jess, she has the honor to present on our fiftieth episode for which we plan nothing special. Well, thank you. I'm honored. Yes. Not to say you're nothing special, but I didn't I didn't plan any specific fiftieth anniversary special things. But also I'm nothing special. Okay, well I didn't say it, you did. Uh, you're lucky I don't have that button on my end. <laughs> you just you would be spamming the bah, air bah, horn bah. button so bad. <laughs> Everything Everything you said, like, hey, I'd say, okay, Blake, just say something awesome. Awesome. Oh, oh. There you go. <laughs> oh, the bunny up. <laughs> Never really gets old. I want that to be like a fire alarm sound. <laughs> so when everyone's sitting at their desk and that the little lights start flashing, it just goes, oh, oh. <laughs> What? It's a bunyip attack. No. That's, that's well, the, in our, not again. It's not a bunyip our, alarm. Our bar force situation room will have a, a bunyip alarm. Oh! There goes. <laughs> that's what the red phone. <laughs> Whenever it rings. <laughs> when the red phone rings and the mayor, the mayor is calling us. Barf situation. It's the mayor. Hello, Mr. Mayor. Do you need our help? We need your help, Barf, Barf, Barf team. Barf team, activate. And then we, we, however we get to our personalized vehicles, because mm-hmm. each one of us has a cool vehicle. And they're all know, named after different cryptids. <laughs> yeah, well, the, the our sea, our, our boat would be the Kraken, obviously. Yeah. Then the footmobile. The footmobile. And then we, what would our air? Well, yeah, we have a Zeppelin. What's the Zeppelin called? Um, the Ahool. Yeah, there we go. Oh, that's fun to say, though. What's a good flying? Uh. Thunderbirds, Jer- act. Thunderbirds, Argo. Oh, then we get sued. Yeah, Jersey Did Devil. Did they combine together and form one large mecha unit transport? Not until the end of season three. Okay. A, a one-footed Bigfoot because we only have one foot mobile. <laughs> the other foot is Patrick Duffy. <laughs> and, and celery, so he's got three legs. Yep. Deep cut Patrick. South Park reference. Oh, back when they most of their writing was just references. Yeah, when it was just just ridiculous. They weren't trying to do any kind of commentary. It was just whatever stupid things came into their heads. Uh, I'm Scuzzlebutt. Oh, my Patrick Duffy leg. We haven't done that cryptid yet, Scuzzlebutt. <laughs> it is Patrick Duffy leg. <laughs> nope. We also haven't done Mecha Barber Streisand. Oh, fun. Barf team, assemble. 
Sorry, it took me a second. Bigfoot action response force. Oh! Like how we're we're gonna reference that every episode, and if you didn't catch that one, you don't know what we're talking about. Marv team, what? They will when we visit the uh, the Hastings Bigfoot conference next year in costume. In our barf team uniforms. With our badges. You'll have to recruit some people to be the, the shark uh, bad guys and, oh, and yeah. you know, orchestrate an, an altercation. Have a confrontation. <laughs> right outside the venue. Have a choreographed fight outside of the... <laughs> so I just I just bought a new motorcycle jacket, and so I, I know where to go in town now to get biker vests. Man, like, what if one of us, like, our uniform, so, like, what if one of our, uh, one of us had a motorcycle that was our ride? Wearing your colors? Right, and and wearing, wearing a, uh, motorcycle leather vest with a giant barf patch on the back. Barf riders? Yep. (laughs) Oh, so what do you call the motorcycle? What's a good motorcycle cryptid? Something bad. bipedal. Well, uh, okay. How about the Enfield Monster? Because my motorcycle is is a Royal Enfield motorcycle. <laughs> the Royal Enfield Monster? It's be the Royal Enfield Monster. I'd, I'd have to, like, weld extra arm dicks onto it, though. Oh, that's right. That would end <laughs> Enfield Monster. Like six dicks with hands. <clears throat> All right, Jess, what do you got for us? Well, I have a, a really delightful creature uh, from the land of weird shit, Japan. Oh. Uh, so, yes. Uh, so, I am hoping that you have never heard of this fantastic creature called the Kappa. Uh, oh, seen, this is I have seen a, Ninja Turtles 3 many times. I know what a Kappa is. Okay, fantastic. Yeah, they, they've made a lot of appearances. Uh, recently, there was a Kappa in the uh, Harry Potter Fantastic Beasts 2. Oh. Uh, it was in the sideshow in the circus. Uh, there have been some appearances in Hellboy, uh, mm-hmm. you, uh, in Mario Brothers, King Koopa, the, all the Koopas, those are, are Koppas. Ka- uh, that, that, that was the pun. I think I caught one in Yokai Watch. That would make sense. They are a type of Yokai, which is a kind of a generic uh, catch-all term for all of the creatures and demons uh, that we would call in, in our culture things like the you know the Fae or the Seelies, the yeah, Cryptids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so what I thought distinguishes this one as more of an actual cryptid than a folklore tale is the the sheer number of sightings and cultural references and also mummified remains that people claim to have in their possessions. Um, so I've seen a number of pictures. There are uh, de- detached limbs, uh, hands, feet, and also entire bodies. So what these look like, uh, they are an aquatic creature. They're usually uh, slimy or sometimes scaly, uh, frog-like, webbed-footed creatures about the size of a child uh, with a shell on the back like a turtle. Uh, frequently they have a beak like a turtle as well, or at least a kind of a froggy pointed face. Hmm. Um, but the the distinguishing feature of a kappa is the dish in the top of their head. So they have a, they have a sort of concave uh, form to the top of their head that keeps water or liquid of some kind in it. And it is a source of their power as they're an aquatic creature. So is it, what happens if the liquid gets drained? Uh, that will either weaken, kill, or freeze this creature. So the thing that you have to do, because the kappa is not a nice animal. They are, they are very, very mean. I'll tell you a little bit more about that because they have some really terrible traits. Mm-hmm. Uh, they 
uh, can be tricked into bowing to you if you if you're very polite to the kappa. They uh, find politeness very very important as they are Japanese right. quintessential Japanese creatures. So you trick it into bowing to you. Liquid falls out of its big dumb head, <laughs> and then it and then it's frozen. And then you can do whatever you want to the kappa. Oh, I know what I want to do to the kappa. Mm, well, the kappa wants to do some things to you too. Let me of tell course. you. Yeah, as one, you said, jump, quintessentially Japanese. Uh, I looked up Kappa, and here's a picture of a dude pooping on one. <laughs> that's, like, that's the defense against Kappa? L- yeah, labeled defense against Kappa. Looks like he's farting on it. Maybe. Are you, is this in your notes? Am I stepping on your notes? No. Well, I have seen that, but I it uh, to me it's more that it sounds like the kind of thing you might want to do to a Kappa in a form of revenge. Ah. Uh, because they are really into butt stuff. <laughs> The, it's the one of the defining features of a kappa is how much it would like to be a part of your anus. I I, uh, I, I like thinking that there's a cut scene from Ninja Turtles three where apart from just that they're green and turtley and they think they're kappa, and like at one point Michelangelo tried to fist someone's butt. It's he's after he's after my butt power. <laughs> it's funny you should say that because that's exactly what they are after. Yeah, that's what I just read. Yeah. So did you know that inside of your butt? is a gem it is kind of like a dragon ball it, it might be a magical source of your power it might also be a wishing stone okay so inside of your butt lives this gem and the kappa would like to have this gem so it will do some terrible things to trick you into the water where it can either drown you rape you or stick its arms up your butt in search of this gem it's like a really perverted Rusalka. Shirikodama? Yes, the Shirikodama, the small anus ball, literally. <laughs> that, is, that is what that translates to, is your small anus ball. For, uh, we, for a language where, where they talk around the point so often, there are a lot of words and, like, movie titles where they just don't bother to bury the lead at all. It's <laughs> your small anus ball. Of course that's what it is. What else would right. we call Shirikodama. it? Shirikodama. Yes. So they uh, sometimes have a hard time reaching this mythical gem that lives in your butthole. So this will frequently result in your death because they are rooting around in there really after this gem. And if they don't find it, they might just pull out your liver because your liver is like a consolation prize they would enjoy eating as well. So, so dragon balls in your ass <laughs> correct but if they don't find the dragon ball they'll settle for your liver or your entrails or for simply raping you so i livers aren't that close to your ass no but they they can reach pretty far up in there because despite their small size one of the other interesting traits that some coppas have is that their arms are either detachable in a in a lego sort of way and you can you can pull them off uh, to neutralize the kappa, or they're uh, sort of loosely attached only to one another, like their arms are, are uh, formed in a tube in their torso. So if you pull on one arm, the other arm shortens. They're kind of huh. you know interconnected through the torso. Yeah, I was hoping for some like really weird Mr. Fantastic shit, where they can just they can just stretch not as cool as all that. the way up. And now I wonder if Mr. Fantastic's ever tried that. <laughs> on the invisible woman or i don't i think sue doesn't have time for that shit i'm thinking more on himself 
you know, you experiment. You're bored of science for a little while. Johnny's being an asshole. So, you know, you go into your room and say you're doing new experiments. And you are, but not the kind Sue thinks you're doing. I wonder if the, if the poop needle thing comes from Shiri Kodama. The poop needle? Yeah. The, oh, you haven't heard of the poop noodle? <laughs> I've heard of the poop knife. In Korea that I think they also do in Japan. Uh, so it's a, it's a thing kids do. So I can't remember the actual name of it. So like make a finger gun in one hand. Okay. And then mm-hmm. the other hand into a finger gun. Mm-hmm. And then combine them together into a super finger gun. Okay. And now you stick that in your unsuspecting friend's bottle. See, I was with you until that last bit. <laughs> it's the Japanese version of giving a wedgie, as I've heard it told. That's that's what kids do yeah. in America. You give wedgies in Japan. You you you, you butt blast each other. Yeah, man, <laughs> a wedgie doesn't get you dirty. Well, you don't have to do it to someone who's naked. You might okay. not actually achieve penetration. It's like do it in the kinda, okay. Like yeah. it, you know, jab them. You just jab them right between cheeks. Yeah, right in the brow. So this makes me consider for the first time that wedgie is kind of a form of sexual assault. It's like dong, dong, mm. dong, chain, something like that. I'm hesitant to Google poop needle. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that's what it was called. I had forgotten the term of that. I think. So, yeah, what you're saying is small children in Japan are trying to get your anal bead out. Dong chim. Yeah, that's a yeah. dong chim. Dong chim? South, yeah, dong and then chim. Dong chim. <laughs> it's oh. translates, it translates to poop needle. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Asia. You've given us so much. Well, one of the other uh, fun things about the kappa, uh, for something that has detachable arms made for getting up your butt, um, is that they're they're also really into sumo wrestling, and they're apparently really good at it. They're really good wrestlers, so they they have some some very sexual tension moments going on here with these wrestling bouts and, huh. and detachable slimy arms and reaching up into your butt. It's it, it's almost. Uh, it's almost erotic in a certain way, but yeah. in a very disgusting. It's 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 at least as erotic as the uh, werewolf that dude wanted to fuck a couple of months ago. <laughs> so, um, in looking this up, not only is there there's a statue in South Korea commemorating this uh, this <laughs> the dong chim, uh, which a very startled child is getting is on the receiving end <laughs> of this statue, and then there's. It's a it's a fun tour. It's tourists will do it to available butt statues around the world. There's the Charging Bull in New York, huh. getting dong chimed by a Korean tourist. There's a Lego statue getting this, a similar treatment from a Korean child. I think I have found our episode art. I think I'm gonna find that statue of the children <laughs> dong chiming each other. Yeah, so just like um, Americans like to act like they're butt fucking statues. Yep. Or grabbing their junk. Or receiving fellatio from a statue. That's a popular move for yep. Americans. Uh, Korea, you just you poop needle that statue. Uh, so here's what I'm going to do I am going to start a Kickstarter to fund a statue of an atomic wedgie. Because we need our version of this commemorated in bronze. Did you find the statue? Yes, this is great. It's so obvious that this is not a consensual activity. 
Oh, and there's a there's a there's a game, a video game. You can do it too. With this, it's like a it's like a it's like a bar game that just has a screen, and underneath it is a butt. <laughs> you have you've got a controller, looks like. So this is like big, like Buck Hunter, but with... <laughs> but you have a finger that you jam into the butt. Stabbing a butt with a plastic control, a plastic finger controller. I used to say I have no interest in going to Japan. That may have changed. <laughs> Just now, I think that may have changed. During the game, the distressed facial expression of your chosen victim is displayed on screen. <laughs> That's the reward, is the, the intense discomfort of the victim. Gamers who perform exceptionally well, the arcade unit dispenses a small plastic trophy in the shape of feces. Oh. Adorable. Fantastic. That's what I always wanted. I'm sad. I just uh, gurgle, gur- gurgle. I can't talk tonight. Google searched uh, Dong Chim Rocky statue, and apparently no one from South Korea has ever gone to Philadelphia. Oh, why would they? <laughs> uh, they really want to see the Liberty Bell? That's huh. great. Yeah. All right. Perhaps they're just being too polite while in our country. If everyone right. needs to know about Dong Chim. And Shiri, Shiri Kodama. Now, if I ever do something or write something involving a, something that has to be like a Japanese relic that someone has to get, it's going to be called Shiri Kodama. <laughs> Regardless of what it is, just call it that it until is, yeah. someone looks it up. That's what Indiana Jones is after in the next movie is the Shiri Kodama. <laughs> but if anyone tries to look that up, that's like, wait, what? <laughs> Still better than Crystal Skull. Yup, still better than Crystal Skull. <laughs> Tiny so well, perhaps he can find a friendly kappa to help instruct him in the in the the methods of extraction of the uh, shitty Are we sure? Our bar team. Are we okay. sure that uh, Short Round was not a kappa? <laughs> Ooh. Does he ever take his cap off? Maybe he has a, a bowl head. I don't know if he ever takes his hat off. I haven't watched that one for a while. You know, maybe he's hiding the, not only the bowl, but he. Uh, many of the kappas have a ring of hair around the top of their heads, like a Franciscan monk. Oh. Bald in the center, so they have that nice dish in the middle. Uh, there's some talk that there may have been roots in the kappas' depictions uh, because of the Portuguese Jesuit monks that were in Japan around the same time that the first depictions graphically of the kappa began to appear. That's oh, kind of awesome. Yeah, and that can't be proven. However, uh, there's more talk that the origin of the kappa may have been from the legends of the Japanese extra children that were thrown into rivers, the ones that you couldn't afford, the ones you weren't supposed to have, or the ones that died or were born funny looking. Uh, so you, you couldn't keep those. I mean, what else you, would, you know, Sparta style, you just yeah. throw them into the river. Yeah, of course. Or they could have been monks, maybe a little bit of both. <laughs> Maybe there were monks that were murdered by the shogunate and thrown into the river. Yeah, see, there you go. Yeah, yeah I, I read Shogun. They didn't like Christians back then. <laughs> Saw the miniseries, too. I enjoy this artwork of the man farting on the kappa. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you make the kappa spill its head juice... Mm-hmm. And, some, and some of the smarter ones have a little a, a little dome that they'll put on top of it to try to to keep it from spilling out. But it, but if you do manage to spill it out, sometimes they freeze, so they're stuck, immobile, which will give you the perfect opportunity to fart on its head. 
So he's either farting on him or he's just letting his Shiri Kodama blast him with some kind of power. <laughs> Butt magic. He's, just, he's spreading cheek and like a god beam is coming out of his ass and well, it's, blinding. It's kind of conical, so maybe he just has a very weird way of doing like a D&D spell. Like Cone of Flame, but it's out of his butt. <laughs> cone of Fart. There we go. The Fart. It always hits, but it's not very strong. <laughs> yeah, it's a zeroth level cantrip, so you can Cone of Fart as many times as you want. <laughs> it does alter your charisma score a little, though. Uh, yes. Not good for sorcerers, as they depend on charisma for their spell casting, mm-hmm. but fine for wizards. <laughs> Well, to tell you a little bit more about what you can do to avoid the kappa, uh, another thing that the kappa is well known for is its love of cucumbers. Mm. Yeah, and I, I suspect that the cucumbers tie back in with this butt play. That would I make, suspect oh, that, that, it, that it is a, a phallic symbol uh, or perhaps a tool that the kappas might be using. So maybe it's not that they love eating cucumbers so much as they enjoy having some of those, some of those monks were spreading around. Give it a monster out of there. So just stick one of these in here. Wink. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and to this day, kappas love cucumbers so much that to this day they are uh, the the sushi roll. That's a cucumber roll is called kapamaki. Oh, huh. So that they they love them that much. That's uh, there's a number of mascots for uh, different produce companies. Many of them use the kappa as a mascot. They're a very popular mascot. But what you can do with a cucumber is write your family name on a cucumber, chuck it into the river where a kappa lives, and then you will be guaranteed uh, safe swimming rights in the river. How do you know the kappa lives in the river? Uh, Well, you would generally have heard about it living there from the number of people, horses, and cows that have been violently drowned by the kappa. Oh, okay. Because you would warn your kid, you know, don't, you know, be careful of the kappa. The cop is in the river. And uh, so you would know that it's some place that you should chuck a couple of cucumbers into to be yeah. safe. But they, they really love drowning horses. There are some nicknames of them that include horse drowning. So, is, so is, is, I maybe horses have those too, the, yeah, the gem. I was going to say, is there especially like a big Shiri Kodama? Whereas, it like, doesn't really specify. It, ju- it just says that they particularly love drowning horses. Maybe they're eating them. Maybe they're, Maybe it's just an extra big butt. So it's easier to get up in there. Yeah, I mean, doctors do that all the time, so makes sense. I mean, not right, like not human doctors. Well, I mean, like veterinary doctors. doctors. Yeah, they got to go like up to the elbow sometimes. Mm-hmm. And according to my wife, who had to do that a couple of times to cows in vet school, they don't even seem to notice. Yeah, I live in Wisconsin. I've seen a number of the uh, the. Uh artificial insemination processes and they they do not seem to they just keep chewing the cud yep. they don't they don't mind that seems to be the go-to move i'm watching one of those vet shows where they're like a, it's one of the farm vets <laughs> and it's like ah the cow just you know she's uh she's she looked at me weird and i'm like well better just get help get shoulder deep in there and see what's going on so <laughs> what what i'm picking up actually this this is my new conjecture is that uh, large animal vets are actually hoarding all the animal shiri kodama? And that's not, why they get. That's why they're so powerful. Yeah, obviously, they're not telling anybody that they have all the magic butt pills or balls shiri or kodama. whatever, and they're just hoarding them for all the wishes. Do you think we could sell the idea of shiri kodama to uh, 
what's her name with the the what? site that sells like the, the Gwyneth the Paltrow. Gwyneth Paltrow, yeah. Yes, I think, <laughs> but 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 we have to. She's going to sell a Shira Kodama that you put into your butt. Yes, the magic <laughs> the, the partner. It's well, a it's an attached device. You sold the 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 jade egg. Their 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 latest thing I saw people tearing the shit out of was exfoliant for the inside of your vagina. I saw that abomination. That's I want no part of this. Like you just put some sandpaper up in there to make it healthy? No. Uh-huh. To, to to exfoliate the vaginal callus. The callus. That yeah. is what I read about this. Yes, that is what they claim that is is going on. Is that you have a callus in your vagina from being slutty? I presume. Yeah. And that you need to literally fuck yourself with a sandpaper dildo, <laughs> which is something I have said only in anger before, mm-hmm. but is now a product. Well, I wonder if they're going to do a man's one, too, that's just like a fleshlight with sandpaper in it. Let's get the, I hope so. Get your penis callus removed. Take that stuff that you use on your feet. Yep. Yeah, like one of those. stone for your dick. Okay, I need mm-hmm. one that's a tube and one that's, that's phallic. <laughs> we'll just sell them. It's going to be great. We're going to make so much money, and it's going to be totally safe, and everyone's going to be really healthy. I have there's so a, much. There's sex. a Russian kappa called a, a Vodianoi. A Vodianoi. Yeah, I'm familiar with the Vodianoi. Ugly, like, fro- <laughs> ugly, angry Russian frogman. Yeah, the cranky old naked frogman. I considered adding it to the uh, list of fairies in the in the world I was building. When I was writing a couple of years ago, but decided I only I already had one water fairy and I didn't need another one. Cool. Hmm. Yeah. Well, according to some of these, it does. Yeah, I'm seeing that now. It's it's kind of classifying that one as as fey mm-hmm. distinctly. Um, just I, I thought another interesting bit about the kappa is they seem to also share that historic fey distaste for iron. Huh. They can be driven back with iron. That's a weird cross cultural. Thing. Mm-hmm. It also does not like a couple of other things, including ginger and sesame. It, it enjoys eating your asshole, literally, <laughs> but, it does but not, not ginger. ginger. <laughs> it's kind of ironic, then, that a lot of people are probably putting ginger on their copper rolls. Yeah, it, it see, I mean, given that they they love cucumber and... Mm-hmm assholes and, and sushi one presumes but but ginger no no not gonna do sesame sesame seeds barely have a flavor they're they're garnish but no we don't like those but please please let me stick my entire body up your ass to eat your magic ass ball <laughs> and the dragon ball would be a really different series yeah that's true if goku and bulma were going around anally fisting strangers just exploding them. <laughs> and it seems like they need a lot of them, too. They need just all of the Shirikodama. Yeah, there wouldn't be... I wonder seven. how many you have to get together before you get that 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 ass dragon. Right, the, the ass dragon comes out, and he's like, You have summoned me. Oh, the things you have seen. <laughs> Why would you do this to yourselves? Well, I learned something today. Yeah, me too. Ass dragons. Shiri Kodama. That's that's all you're gonna remember. Hey Blake, remember the Kappa episode? What's a Kappa? You remember the ass ball? Oh, oh yeah, Shiri Kodama. Totally, I remember that. The, the ones that look like the third movie Ninja Turtles. Yeah, yeah, you know, where they're all rubbery and 
<laughs> and weird. And the voices aren't quite right for two of them. <laughs> Almost as if they had a severe decline in budget. Almost as if they couldn't get Jim Henson Creature Shop anymore. And so they, they just used the ones from the, the concert tour. <laughs> <laughs> or at least they had feet and not tiny keds. <laughs> I love that movie though I think it's severely underrated because whoever made it the guy who wrote it wrote and directed it and you could tell he was trying to make a legit period piece that ha just happened to have mutant turtles in it and he more or less succeeded it's fairly historically accurate and like really, the bad guy is colonialism I'm really really just really just, really just want to be yes. and also a Ninja Turtle movie yeah like it's his version of Shogun with turtles and Splinter and Casey Jones Akira Kurosawa presents Teenage <laughs> Mutant Ninja Turtles in time <laughs> It's just a three-hour period piece with thousands of extras and period costumes. And but such good fight scenes. It's just Ron with Ninja Turtles. <laughs> so, wait, <laughs> but Ron is, just, Ron is just King Lear in Japan, so... I was, that's what I was going to say. Like, which Shakespeare piece would be adapted for the Turtles? What, what if it was... Uh, what's the one where they tell the story in three different ways? Oh, um... That's uh, Rashomon. Rashomon. Yeah, it's Rashomon mm. with turtles, and every turtle has a different recollection of what happened. All the turtles? Yeah. <laughs> that would be pretty great. I bet there's an episode of Ninja Turtles somewhere that's a take on Rashomon. Every series has done a Rashomon episode yeah. at one point or another. It's another one of my favorite Simpsons jokes. <laughs> but Homer, you loved Rashomon. That's not how <laughs> I remember, I remember it. it. That's that's up there with uh, in uh, History of the World Part 1 when they walk by the blind beggar and dude says, Oedipus, how's it going, motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> and like, great stupid jokes that are also very literary. Love it. Turtles in time. Yeah. Also an excellent Super Nintendo game. Just, you know, in case you were wondering. Uh, but I think we're off track again. So here's me what? getting us back on track. Well, I can tell you if you want to know a little bit more about the Shirikadama. Yes. That apparently uh, I found some description of it here where it looks like an item that is called the Buddhist Hojo or wish granting jewel, uh, which made up. <laughs> some kind of Buddhist hojo. <laughs> <laughs> All this hojo mumbo jumbo. No, uh, a Buddhist a Buddhist hojo is a really well balanced budget motel. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say Howard Johnson. <laughs> well, the hojo is an onion shaped uh, gem, and it's it's got a round body, a tapered top. So it, it seems like the kind of thing that naturally could be either inserted or removed from a butthole. Oh, easily. Does it have a flared base, though? Because if not, it might get lost. I think that is the issue at hand, is that it does not have a flare, so it is getting lost. Yeah, that's true. Which is why you have not found it. And that's why you have to have a, a an expandable arm uh, turtle demon come pull it out of your butt for you. Mm -hmm. Well, so and if, if you're nice enough to it, it might. There are, there are some nice coppas out there, apparently. Um So it, it, sometimes they're out there, you know, drowning children. Sometimes they're out there rescuing drowning children. Uh, sometimes they're out there eating your asshole. Sometimes they're out there bringing you a dead fish. So you're saying that you can't stereotype a kappa, really? They come you, in. You shouldn't. There's a few of them, and maybe that's where the Ninja Turtles come in. Maybe that's that's where they've. 
they kind of branched out. They were sick of all that other cop bullshit. They didn't want to do this this rapey thing anymore. They just wanted and to they, fight the Foot Clan and make their father proud. Right. Yeah. yeah. So at some point in ancient Japan, somebody just couldn't get their toy out. <laughs> had to go. To a, had to go to a doctor, and the doctor's like, "What? What are you doing? Uh, it's a it's, uh, it's a power gem. Everybody's got one." <laughs> well, why are you asking me to remove it then? Uh, it's just I got too powerful, Doc. It's, uh... It is like, oh shit. Um, <laughs> I gotta go bribe a capo with it. I'm sorry, I need it out. You just tie just uh, tie a little bit of string on there and put it back in there. <laughs> my power gem back in there shit <laughs> why and why am i removing it <laughs> i didn't think that far ahead <laughs> it would be handy to have some of these removable kappa arms though mm-hmm. especially if they continue to work after they've been detached you, you could i mean they could be put to work in the medical profession is mr. removing those is, is those mr toys. potato head in toy story a kappa because I'm pretty sure his arms yeah, keep working. He's got kind of a look off. to him, doesn't he, with the yeah. bald? And and he stores things in his butt. Hmm. This does foreshadow Mecha, though, because which what you know, giant robot doesn't have robot punch, where your arm can come off and oh yeah, no, yeah. and fly and like rocket powered fly yep. through the air and yep. yeah, yeah. Okay, yep. yeah. And Mega Man can do that too in Mega Man Seven. So, oh, Japan history is now <laughs> it all makes sense now yeah, kappa's racing go-karts robot punch dragon balls so or many balls po- poopy arcade it's, it's weird. They're, they're, there's not very squeamish about buttholes and balls no. in japan it's it's funny how they're squeamish about very different things from what we're squeamish about i guess it's not mm-hmm. funny it's to be expected but is Have you seen problem? the depictions of the of the uh, uh, the tanuki with the morphing balls? Yeah, with the huge balls. Yeah, yeah. I've seen Pompoko. Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> the the, fl- the flying testicle carpet. <laughs> so it's, is this? Do you think this is just everyone knows this in Japan? That oh yeah, Kappa. They're after your the, your magic butt gem. It does seem that way. I, I mean, I, I wouldn't know from a firsthand perspective, of course, but it, it seems to be very well known. And it's the kind of thing that you would, uh, you tell your kids now, you know, oh, don't, don't go into the forest, you know, Bigfoot will get you. And it's, uh, it's more like the, don't go down by the river because the cop will get you. See, it's, it's, it's a great way to keep your kids out of the yeah, water. It's, it's, a, it's a boogeyman. Yes, it's a boogeyman. Nice. It seems a lot of cultures have that, have a water monster for that purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of a kelpie. It's it's mm-hmm. a, a Japanese kelpie, but rapier. Yes. Don't play by the water because you will drown, or don't go by the water because the monster will get you and drown you. And, and you wonder what came first, a bunch of kids drowning in that water leading to the assumptions of some type of monster, or people being like, we don't want our kids to drown there, so we'll tell them there's a monster, and whenever a kid does drown, we'll say the monster got him. Hmm. I forget, what the hell is the one called? There was one in Santa Fe. It, in New Mexico, they had one that was this lady, this ghost lady that would uh, that would wander around looking for her drowned kid. La Llorona? Yeah. Right? The, that, yeah. They're doing a movie about that one uh, soon. Cre- uh, trailers are creepy as hell. So you don't go by the water because she'll think you're her kid and take you. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's it. Yeah, yeah. La Llorona. 
I have a trouble with the single L and then a double L. A ghost of a woman who lost her children now cries while looking for them in the river, often causing misfortune to those who are near her or here. Baby, can you please? <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Some early episodes have cats meowing in the background before I decided to stop letting them into my office. Kitties. Yeah, the cat's really messing up. Sorry. Yeah, it's fine. I've kicked him out twice and he just keeps letting himself back in to play with this bell. Which cat, which cat is it? Uh, this one's Harvey. Harvey? Harvey, Harvey the kitty? Harvey yes. Weinstein? He, Har- that's one of the ways that he came up with his name, actually. Yeah, he's Harvey Birdman. <laughs> Journey at Law. Yeah. And then because of that, now he's Harvard. So. <laughs> but apologies. Fine. Oh, so uh, do you have a real animal for us? Yeah, I sure do. Uh, so I didn't come up with a really good one that was related to the kappa. Um, but I thought up some other things that were good nightmare fuel or uh, creatures that may as well have been cryptids. So uh, I've got for you the I.I. Fuck yes. Uh, oh, yes. gross me the fuck out. They Creepy are finger. disgusting. They are straight like nightmare fuel. So the I.I. is a small type of tree-dwelling lemur, so obviously endemic to Madagascar. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the largest nocturnal primate weighing in at around four or five pounds. So not, not terribly big. Um, they are the only extant member of their genus. There was uh, a different one that has become extinct sometime in the last, you know, couple hundred to thousand years. Girl. Um, <laughs> but it's, it's, yeah, they don't really know there, there used to be another one, but, uh, so the II is, um, a creepy-looking monster uh, from your nightmares that is uh, kind of a patchy, scruffy little... Uh, it looks kind of like an opossum and a bat and Yoda and a rat. I have it. together. And it's got these evil yellow eyes, like the yellow-eyed demon from the first season of Supernatural. Yes, it's a big, big, unnatural-looking, heavy-staring eyes with just a piercing glare. I would say you take a lemur... Like, everyone knows what a lemur looks like. Mm-hmm. And you put it on Walking Dead. <laughs> but, not, but not season one, like season whatever we're in now, where they're all rotten and gross. And it's that. Well, also, yeah, with really yeah, long fingers. Gotten to its grossest yes. feature yet. That, that, is the, that is the number one grossest feature of this animal. Is It, it is uh, got two gigantic uh, flip-off fingers. So it's, it's front-middle fingers are very long in a very creepy, spindly, clawed way. Yeah, it's like and, all, ugh, yeah. creepy so ET fingers. It's wandering around the forest at night using this creepy long finger to tap eerily, rapidly on tree trunks to echolocate for grubs and other insects inside of the hollow trunks. Uh, so it is about the creepiest thing that you can possibly run into in the middle of the night. Uh. And then it's got these gigantic front teeth that grow uh, forever like rat teeth do. So it, it, it's got these big, gnarly teeth. So it's out there tapping its weird Morse code and using its weird spindly finger and then also just just gnawing it at the wood. Oh, God. That is my fursona, though. So if I ever go to a furry <laughs> convention, I'm going to go as an I.I. You'll be the only I.I. at the furry convention. It has to be the most realistic, gross I.I. costume possible. Well, You'll I, be the only person not yiffing at the end. <laughs> <laughs> I send one of 
a, a photo of that Japanese company that's making the oh, pet yeah. head. Yeah, I sent him. I sent him a link to a Japanese company. If you send them multiple pictures of your pet and roughly three thousand dollars American, they will make you a perfectly realistic mask that looks exactly like your pet. That's not disturbing at all. No. I eye one of those. Oh, my God. I think they would refuse to do it on general principles. They would keep your money and then tell you to fuck off, guy, Gene. Here's your, here's your money back. It was too awful. <laughs> I think we broke. It broke our system. We had to evacuate the building when it was done. Look, dude, I had a weird little tonsured turtle stick his entire arm up my ass and root around for my liver. That was a better day than the day I saw these pictures. <laughs> well, they, they are, in fact, so creepy and disturbing that they are endangered as a species now because people thought they were such intense bad luck good that they would kill them on site especially if they went anywhere near your village you should just kill them because they are uh portents of doom and death good if it, if it looks at you or points at you with that fucking weird <laughs> finger you're, you're going to die it's just trying to light its finger up with a red glow and i don't know what does et do i, don't I, I tap home <laughs> That's what I'm gonna do at the at the furry convention. Just walk around with your creepy finger out. House tap tap tap, and then your your fox or skunk or whatever will turn around. There'll be an eye eye tapping on them. <laughs> tap tap tap. I I got another I got another pitch for goop uh, preserved eye eye fingers <laughs> that of course you stick in your vagina to help cleanse and purify your uh, your yoni energies. Get those grubs out. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, I, you know, I've been searching for the right way to do that. Yeah. First, you got to tap on your vulva. Uh, <laughs> and then if you hear the correct echolocation with your mummified finger. <laughs> Percussive foraging in the vagina. It's like worse than a hand of glory. Mm-hmm. I would think a gross monkey paw. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Even worse than that. Do you get extra wishes for the long finger? <laughs> no. You never get extra wishes. <laughs> I'm wishing for extra wishes. The one finger, the long finger is like an extra awesome wish, at least. I mean, not awesome, but it's like worse because it's a monkey paw, but it's an eye-eye paw. I, do you see where I'm going with this? Mm-hmm. The yeah. longer the, the finger the repercussions is, are worse yeah, the for more that. it fucks with you. Or like it's, it's like deliciously ironic and then also like your mother dies for no reason. That's would be my first question of a genie. Like, is this one of those bullshit genies where anything I wish for turns out to be terrible? Ironically, do you think well, they'd have to answer? If you're in a game of D and D, the answer is always yes. <laughs> That's just how we DMs roll. It's, it's no like, fun. What, otherwise, what, what genre is this? Is this more like Twilight Zone or kid <laughs> movie? What are we What are we doing here? Because I think it would fit into kind of a Call of Cthulhu setting. Oh, an eye eye? Fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, it, you've got it mixed it as kind of a, a, a bat possum slender man. Mm-hmm. You just have slender. to make it make it about, yeah, seven feet tall and lengthen the arms and legs. The slender man of primates? <laughs> it really is. Except it wasn't invented on something awful in the forums in 2008. <laughs> it was invented by evolution. That fucking bitch, evolution. <laughs> That's creepy. Have you made that thing seven feet? How scary! Ooh, that's a really good monster pitch. 
Yeah. We're designing it for that's that's what our cryptid should be, Don, that we make up. A giant eye eye? A giant eye eye. I think when I was scrolling through Google Image Search, I think I saw somebody had... Yep, okay, here it is. I'm going to send it to you in the Google chat. Somebody drew oh, no. a the Madagascar giant eye-eye. Creepy humanoid eye-eye. Believed to be extinct, but is found alive. I'm dreading All this right. image. There it is. There's the... I sent the link in the chat. Oh. It, yep. I could have gone a longer time without seeing something like that, but that, that's, you know, it, it's not quite as creepy as if it only had the one long finger to me. It, and that one's got very full hand elongated. Yeah. Uh, the, like the Bram Stoker bat monster. Kind of does. Bram Stoker's Dracula. So that's not as creepy as I was expecting. We could make it creepier if we tried. Yeah. Well, the, the reason that the I.I. got its name, or at least in English, theoretically, is that uh, apparently some French naturalist was there uh, asking them, what do you, what the fuck do you call that thing? <laughs> uh, and they either said something that amounts to, I don't know, or ha ha, or fuck that thing, um, w- which he translated poorly into I, I from hey, hey. <laughs> so the, the, the phrase hey, hey was supposed to, or hey, hey, I'm not sure how it's supposed to be pronounced, was was a local way of saying it i don't know or or ha it i don't ha, it's a thing we we avoid it i don't like it let's not talk about it i love call, stories like that what do you call that thing i don't know i don't know yeah now that. it's the i don't know yeah that's the 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 story of how the anasazi uh in the southwest got their name is like that because it was uh, some Hopi or Hopi descendants, and, and people were like, okay, so, you know, all these ruins around here, uh, what was the name of that tribe that lived there? And they said, uh, Anasazi. And they just took it for granted that that was the tribal name. But that means, uh, it translates to the enemies of our ancestors. Yeah. Mm. They're just like, yeah, oh, the fuckers that my grandpa fought, that's who they were. <laughs> so we don't know what they were actually called. I did not know that. That's fascinating. Yeah, I think that's bad that, that 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 they've just been lost. Mm-hmm. Then the, I, I think the current, that has been the lost current terminology is like ancestral pueblos or something. What a good X file. So I learned that from an X Files episode. Oh, yeah, they have a they have an episode called Anasazi. It's the episode yeah. called Anasazi, isn't it? Uh huh. Yeah. Well, I learned that from anthropology class. So X Files free. <laughs> that's true. And you know, sometimes awesome, sometimes not. I know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Uh, do we have any more II info? Well, other than that, if you do end up putting together some kind of costume <laughs> of the II, I really would like to see it because they, they are so generally unattractive that unlike most primates, they will not even groom one another. That's amazing. They, they are not even a social primate. Unlike most of the other lemurs, unlike other primates, they, they creep even each other out. So it's Dude, like that right. ugly Bigfoot we talked about a couple of weeks ago, except they're all the ugly Bigfoot. <laughs> Imagine, like, I.I.'s getting together getting together to fuck, and they're both like, yeah, I'm real sorry about this, but propagation of the species and everything. Yeah, no, it's cool. It's cool. Yeah, just a bunch of paper bags all around. Yep. And gloves, preferably. Get some gloves yep. on there, too. George, is that you? Yeah, it's me again. Yeah, okay. I really want to find out if someone ever has cosplayed as an I.I. There's so many costumes, right? There's got to be millions of cosplays a year. You think somebody might have done it. I'm furiously Googling away, I promise. 
I think it would only be meaningful if it was with furries. Uh, I.I. cosplay just gives me a bunch of pirates. Mm. <laughs> mm. Of course it does. Yep. I, I wouldn't have guessed that, but that's so obvious now. Yeah, it makes total sense. <laughs> Which is, I mean, that's weird, too, because I, as I was discussing um, the previous creature, I was just talking about the Kappa with someone, and they said, oh, so the, the original butt pirate. <laughs> yep, pretty much. And why is the, why is the II associated with a pirate? Because uh, II Captain. Oh, nautical oh. <laughs> nautical lingo. I can't believe it didn't. It took me that long to get there. All right, Blake, I I got you on this because uh, there is a full sized adult lemur set of footy pajamas with a face hood. I think you just modify that. Okay, I have to make it more creep. Make it all patchy and creepy looking. Yeah, because it's kind of cute as is, and you'd have to add some long finger gloves, but I think you can do this. I, I believe in you. Yeah, just kind of pull out some of the hairs mm-hmm. and, and maybe give it a little bit of a, a bad spray paint so that it gets a little matted and dark. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, the, effects, the effects makeup people I know just moved away, so if they come back. <laughs> yeah, it's going to take some doing because these are all ringtail lemurs, so it's all just gray and white. So you're it's mostly the head, because I want the, the head oh. to be extra gross. Yeah. Well, I just found a, a lemur tail accessory that I realized is a butt plug. And it all comes full circle. There it is. <laughs> Ladies and go. gentlemen, I think that's the show. I don't think there's anything else to say. <laughs> yif, yif at your own risk. Yif, yif, yif. So, yif, yif, Jess, thanks for the excellent uh, story of the kappa and the magical butt circle. You're very welcome. My pleasure to tell you about these horrible things. Oh, yes. Uh, It was our pleasure to listen. And uh, thanks for guesting the last few weeks. And thanks for telling people about our show. And hopefully your friends like the show. I think they will. Yeah, cool. All right. Uh, Any last words? No. I mean, keep keep hunting. Yeah. (laughs) Blake? I I don't have anything. I'm I'm still laughing about. About your Shiri Kodama? That and that I, I brings up nautical stuff. (laughs) (laughs) It's really funny to me. I don't know why. All right, everybody. Hope you enjoyed the show, our 50th episode, and, you know, maybe we'll be here for 50 more uh, if we have that many cryptids left that are worth talking about. Uh, Enjoy your day.